A lot of people have been asking me, okay, now how do I learn cricket? How do I know what's going on? Hey, we just finished one World Cup. Now we're starting, not, not starting. I mean, they were running concurrently even earlier on in the month. In the wake of the box, though, clinching the back-to-back World Cup titles, so the nation's cricket team, the Proteas, I mean, they find themselves in the shadow of an extraordinary triumph. I mean, the box victory igniting a nationwide expectation. Raising the question, will the Proteas ride on the success to clinch the Cricket World Cup? They're currently flying this South African flag at the World Cup. Oh, I don't even know, man. The emotions are high right now. I mean, could it be the fact that that whole choker tag has never left them since that bungling? If you remember back in 1999, the semifinal against Australia, uh, where Alan Donald, Lance Kluzner, eh? Zulu, uh, couldn't manage a solitary run in four balls. The Proteas ended up losing to Australia. But for now, though, all that matters is the team has been phenomenal. We can't take that away. Individual performances, collectively, decision-making, going for the right toss decisions, whatever it was. Quinton de Kock, I mean, fourth century of the tournament, and, and, and. We'll talk all about that. And that is why today I brought cricket analyst, Gif Aga, to be in the studio. Gif, good to see you. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you, Rob. It's good to be here. Hey, have you been finding yourself teaching people now that we're no longer talking about scrums, Lineouts, rucks and malls. We're not talking about tries anymore, conversions, drop goals, etc. What are they asking you? Well, <laughs> from the seven-one splits to now, are we playing one all-rounder? Are we playing four sim bowlers? Are we playing a spinner? Are we playing seven pedas? What's happening? What are the combinations? So it's it's been a tough, <laughs> tough, a tough transition from rugby to cricket. But for you, I mean, it's seamless though because you you you're pretty okay with both. Of the sporting codes, you're okay with many sporting codes as well. How important is this in the light of what's happening in the background there at the FNB Stadium? Temba Bavum also stands, stands just on the edge of making history himself. Imagine Sia Kolisi, Temba Bavum on codes that you and I probably would have never imagined they would be captaining. But right now, one has done it, one more left. What goes through your mind? Well, I think for Temba, before we can even talk about him winning the World Cup, I think history has been made. Yeah, He becomes the first captain to beat uh, Pakistan. He becomes the first captain after so many years to beat New Zealand in, in, a, in a Cricket World Cup. So that is, for me, that is um, uh, ex- exceptional. So if they do win the trophy, I hope in the semis we play Australia so that we get that monkey off our back that we've beaten Australia in the yeah. semis. And obviously, I want us to meet the hosts in the final. That would be awesome. I mean, the record was crazy against New Zealand. Something like what, twenty-four years? Yes, it's it's been long. It's been long. We 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 haven't uh, we haven't <laughs> actually came close to beating New Zealand except for that semi-final. You remember when Elliot hit staying for that six? But we haven't, you know, we haven't got one over the New Zealanders. But it's it's been awesome so far. Yeah. We love it, and the boys are, seems to be doing very well. What did you say, Gift, is contributing to this? overwhelming positive performances. I mean, we'll talk about individuals in a second because yesterday, I mean, I sat here, I was in awe of what I was seeing. Whether New Zealand made the wrong or right decision uh, to allow South Africa to go into bed first uh, is another debate. It, it happened. But overall, when you look at the genesis of the team, when you look at the impetus, the chokers tag, all these words that get thrown at them, and yet they just keep a resilience amongst themselves. What's been the difference? If you look in the previous years um, leading to the World Cup, South Africa used to play 
lots of series prior to the World Cup. And with this one, it's a bit different. <laughs> We've played Australia, and people are saying, oh, the Proteas are a bit undercooked, and I think it, it worked well for us. It's working pretty well for us that at least we, we undercooked, we get to India. It's hot there, so we are now. <laughs> yeah, well, we, get to now. Kick, we get to India and we're cooking. <laughs> yeah, so that's perfect. I think the guys went there, the fatigue <clears throat> was not as much as, you know, in the previous World Cups. And also with our, uh, I know people were branding them, the, the, the T20, you know, superstars. Yeah. If you look at guys like Quentin Ticock, Kakiso Rabada, uh, David Miller, uh, Makram, those guys, India is now their second home. So for us, we are home away from home, actually. And that is playing into our pen, in, in, into our hands, which is awesome. I mean, it's India and South Africa. I see India, yes, they are at home. South Africa, they are at their second home. So it's, it, it, th- those are the factors that have contributed. The guys know the conditions very well in India. The guys, you know, they know how to assess. They used to the heat. I know yeah. the, the English guys were complaining recently that the heat is too much. Well, for the South Africans, I think it's normal because we home, they, they yeah. play, hey, home, Keshav Maharaj yes. has also been one of our top guys. I yes, know where so, he plays and uh, he's used to being at Hollywood Beds, uh, Kingsmead and second nature. Yes. So for us, it, it's working pretty well and uh, we love it. We're not going to complain. So I hope all the World Cups can be hosted in India or South Africa. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just love, I love the fans, though, because you, 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 you're never going to get a terrible attendance. Uh, they just love cricket across the board. Now, you mentioned the word Quinton de Kock, and we can't run away from the fourth century. We can't run away from the fact that this man is able to hit 114 off 116 balls. What, what, what's going on with Quinton? Is he signaling like that departure that makes you and I say, Ayman, Quinton, please don't do this. Don't get away from the game. Don't run away. Don't quit. Don't retire. Well, Quinton becomes the first South African player to score 500 runs in, at the World Cup. Oh. So that on its own is scary. Oh. <laughs> in just a tournament, that's yeah. nowhere near finished. Yeah, so that, that is scary on its own. And I'm not sure if CSA are working something behind the scenes to say, Quinny, two more years, three more years, because we would love that. Yes. Um, I think he's also playing with no pressure. You know, he knows that at the end of this, I am retiring uh, uh, and I'm just playing with freedom. And it's been long coming. Queenie has showed the promise since the under 19 days. And now it's starting to, you know, the maturity, the execution is all there. Look at how he scored his 100, his latest 100. You can see the maturity in that 100. It was not easy to, to, mm-hmm. to score there. And you can see the maturity. The Queenie, we know five, six years ago, he would have tried to hit it, you know, over the boundary in the first 20 balls and we'd have been caught and out. But this queen is, seems to be showing the maturity that we are longing for. And if he's listening, we're pleading with him not to retire. Yeah. Quinton, you're watching on the YouTube channel. Please uh, take it easy. Gift and I are asking you, the, the nation is asking you, anybody else participating in that? Yeah, as I said, we are live on 947, Vuma FM, Rise FM, Sowetan Live. We're live on the YouTube channel. Any contribution, you've been watching the cricket, uh, please contribute. You've been part of the Springbok uh, ticket tape tour. Uh, trophy parade that's been going on the entire day still is currently underway. Please be a part of it. Right now, though, we're trying to dissect and uh, look ahead because uh, we can't ignore what is happening uh, in the Cricket World Cup. We can't ignore the feats, as Gift was talking about, of a Quinton de Kock. I mean, 5.45, Randmark, first South African. I mean, you remember the record of Jean Carlos, 45 in 2007. Also, the highest for a wicket keeper. In an ODI World Cup, Sangakara had 541 in 2015. Those have been overtaken. Sangakara, Jacques Callis, 
No small names gift in the cricket world. And those those are icons. Those are not just legends. Those are icons. And Queenie has gone past that, that record and with some games to spare. So sure. we don't know what's going to happen. Isn't just, that frightening, though? It is. It, it is. It's just scary there, just to look at the whole betting um, lineup of the of the South African team. It's just scary. It's out of this world. I don't think this has ever been seen. You know, it it it's, it, it takes me back to the Australia of ten, fifteen years ago when you had your Matthew Haydens and those guys. This is the bullish approach that the South Africans have adopted, and it looks very scary. It looks very scary. And I, I think the teams that have played South Africa, they are saying thank you, we've played them, because they seem to be improving each and every game. So, yeah, good luck to the next teams. <laughs> it's, I mean, you talk about crazy. I did tweet yesterday. I said it's been a rusty kind of week, because one moment we're focusing on a crying, you know, rusty Erasmus at the airport, and then there's Rassi van der Dissen, who yesterday decides, you know what, I'm going to get player of the match, accolade. I'm going to hit 133 of 118 balls. 133 of 118 balls. I gift. You know this game far better than I would ever. You followed it, you analyze it, you talk about it. I don't even know what this means for cricket. Yeah, again, we, we talk about Rassi a very much or better. You look at how he scored his first 50. It came off 60-plus balls. His second 50 came off 40-plus balls. And the next 30-odd runs came off like 18 or so balls. So you can see the way he's playing his game. He's, he's well matured. That's, the, that's what we're talking about with the South African you know, lineup. It's the maturity. Um, these guys, if you look at them four years ago and now, there's that maturity that has just sunk in with the team. And they seem to be the team that's... That doesn't know what pressure is. <laughs> they, they, Rassi just uh, came out of nowhere. If you remember mm-hmm. correctly, prior to this World Cup and uh, in that uh, Australian series, people were calling for his head. Like, why is Rassi there? Why is Rassi still in the setup? And now Rassi is answering those questions and saying, "This is why I'm in the setup." And he's he's taken the game by you know by stroke there. And I, I'm loving it. I'm loving it for the South Africans. No, I mean we're looking at it as as as, as individual performances, like we're saying joint performances. If you look at them as a pairing, and also for both Van Dissen as well as the Cock, second double century stand in the tournament. I mean it's a second pair. If you go back as well, ODI, Sri Lanka's Dilshan, as well as Upal. Taranga, both of them had those partnership of 200-plus runs in ODI World Cups. And then just as early as a couple of hours ago, South Africa stepping into those history books, writing their own chapters and making sure that they fly the flag. Don't go anywhere. To come back, we continue our conversation. Gift Aga is my guest. We'll chat about it later on. We'll chat to Sengimni and say, hey, what's going on? He's uh, left his club with immediate effects, so we'll, we'll touch on that. I think if you're in Spain, Gift, there'll be a different pronunciation of your surname, right? <laughs> yes, very much so. How would they pronounce it? They would say Xhaka. Granit Xhaka. Marawa Sports Worldwide Live. In three, two, one. On 947, Vuma FM, Rise FM, and Soweto Live. Uh, the proteas, I think um, what happened to the Springboks is rubbing off onto them. Uh, they are doing exceptionally well. 
at the Cricket World Cup. Uh, I mean, okay, Utemba hasn't been hasn't batted pretty well, but I think he's been excellent on the field. Uh, many many might say uh, he hasn't been great with the bat. Uh, since the beginning of the World Cup. I mean, he hasn't reached even a half century. But I think with the field, he has been an example. With his fielding, with his field placement, I think South Africa have also improved in terms of the fielding. So, yeah, uh, we wish them all the best. And I think soon uh, we'll know who would see semi-final spots and who will they be playing and all. And all the best to them. Pressure is always that rock sharp. Baba, thank you so much indeed. Olibokheng says that I don't want to get ahead of myself too much here, but I really think that the Proteas are cooking something special. Imagine if SA won the Cricket and Rugby World Cup in one year. How magnificent. That would be. Uh, good evening, Rob. Look, you know, yeah, I, I must say, you know, the approaches have done well. You know, I'm still still asking myself how the Netherlands beat them. I mean, the the pitching pitching lineup, you know, it's really formidable. Um, it's going to be very interesting, you know, to see them when they take on India on uh, is it on Sunday? Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Um, I mean, the Indian bowling attack, you know, it's, it's quite something else, you know, really, really scary stuff. I mean, the way they crushed Sri Lanka today, yeah, and it's going to be an interesting match uh, come Sunday. Yeah, Gift Klager is my guest. Thank you so much. Did you ask a very important question here, which I'll pose to Gift? He was saying, how did we manage to come and stuck against the Netherlands? Was it all about the toss? Well, chasing is a big problem. There's corporate pressure for, for us. It's a big problem. But let's look at it this way. We lost a game that um, doesn't affect us that much. Yeah. I think it's better to lose early than to lose in the semis or in the final. So, yes, it was a learning, it was a learning uh, step for, for the South Africans that it's not easy to chase. You saw when they were chasing against Pakistan, yes, they went, they, 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 they won that game, but yeah, it was one of those where we were at the edge of our seats and it, it, it's just the chasing that has been, you know, playing in, in the mind of the Proteas, but they had to get over that, you know, as quickly as possible and they, they've done it well. The next, the, the next opponent, you know, they humiliated them and then, uh, come against uh, Pakistan, yes, they went over the line. So that is off our back. For now, and I can simply say the Proteas, even if India says to them, you, you chase, yeah. uh, the Proteas will do well. So, yeah, you have to lose one to win the World Cup. If India, I'm, I'm just feeling afraid or sorry for the Indians that they might lose that final against the Proteas. That's the one game they have to right. lose. In the, at this I, World I love Cup. your honesty. That's why we bring you on here because just your observations mean so much. And I suppose I've got to thank uh, Tom Lathan in a way eh, about the decision that he made uh, for New Zealand against South Africa. Good evening, Rob uh, and Gift. Uh, what an incredible match that we witnessed yesterday. For me, at some point in time, I felt that we were watching a betting exhibition because every ball was hit with so much power, accuracy and precision. Uh, but I think uh, these guys are maturing with every game. Uh, but uh, with David Miller, and I know he started very slow, uh, but the last 10 overs yesterday gave me that assurance that he's now maturing with as the tournament progresses. And that's something that we want to see in our players. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Gift. How do you respond? Well, David, David is maturing and I also think the pressure around David is, is now a bit, uh, you know, relaxed because he knows that you still have a class in that can clear any boundary. You've got the Marco Janssen. So I think 
that comforts him in a way that, you know, I can play with freedom. I'm not the only one that's, you know, been looked at in terms of clearing the boundaries and upping the, the rate. Because if you look at the protests of the past, we had, you know, th- th- that one player that can do it. I'm talking about your Lance Kuzners in the past and coming now, it was David Miller. Before Miller's, it was uh, your um, Markel that could clear the boundaries. So we've, we've had a reputation of just bringing that one person that can change the game. But you look at this Protea lineup, even, I mean, Makram can do that before Miller gets to the pitch. You know, it just makes it easy for Miller. And I think the pressure now is gone. Then we can really see the, the real David you know, betting in the real David that is not any under under any pressure in that lineup. Love that because I mean he went on to smash four sixes, fifty three or for thirty uh, balls. And again, <laughs> you know, all I'm saying, guys, the the numbers at this cricket World Cup have been astounding. I mean, I I don't know, and maybe as we get closer and closer, uh, you know, to the glorious final, uh, we'll have more conversations with Gift and find out. What is the magic one? But hey, I, I know somebody that really follows cricket very closely is a regular contributor on this show. Robert, greet you. Still with a good heart. You know, when I got home, I had a look at the top batsmen there, scorers in this cricket World Cup. Quilly is number one. Aiden Markham is number six. And Rassi is also there. I think he's number eight. Everything is in our favor. If we don't win it, nay, uh, I just don't believe it. Uh, it is, it is just, it is absolutely our year. Thank you, Moy Ben Richter. Ben Richter, Moy Thank you so much indeed. It makes a lot of sense because this is one man who who knows his cricket. This is one man who knows and does his research. How do you respond to that voice note? Well, it's, I agree with that voice. Not, it's, uh, it, it, we, we need guys to be in the top 10 of the, of the run scorers for us to, to dominate this World Cup. You know, India is known for their betting tracks, betting friendly tracks. So it would be a worrying factor if we didn't have, you know, three or two betters in the, in the top 10, um, in terms of runs. So that's boring well for South Africa. And I think it's, it, we're going to get more than three in the top 10 with, with the next games coming. And just a reminder again, I mean, we're talking about the batting and its dominance and the records that have been tumbling. I mean, to get an access of 300 and getting 82 sixes in seven matches in a Cricket World Cup tournament. I mean, this is the most in the history of the Cricket World Cup. Again, smashing, breaking records. Can the momentum gift as we start to wrap up the conversation? Can it be carried through to when it matters, to when the pressure's on, to when the entire world is now watching? Well, you, you've mentioned the record of the sixes. Uh, England scored, what, 76 in the last World Cup? Yeah. And that has been smashed again with a couple of games to go. Oh, yeah, that's the <laughs> and, scary part. Yeah, Klassin, Mila, Queenie, I think there's, there's more sixes coming our way. And we, I think we're the only team to have batted first in eight or so matches. That has got 300 plus. Uh, that has never happened. So yes, nothing is stopping the South Africans from doing that, from getting on and scoring 300, 400. Because it seems like 350, 400, it's becoming a norm for South Africans. And yeah, the boys they know what's at stake. Other than the World Cup, they are, we we need another holiday from our president. <laughs> so where is he going to squeeze it? We've got the 15th. What's he going to give us now? 
Uh, maybe early next year. <laughs> no, this year. Declared uh, December public holiday from beginning to end. I don't know. Maybe you can make it the 14th. I don't know. That's how yeah. I'm president. Well, the 15th, as I said, was a Friday. Yeah. Then you got a reconciliation day on the Saturday. Then you got Sunday. And usually then we match up the Monday. Yes. To be part of that long weekend. So I think that's what the president owes us. Yeah, the president owes us a lot. And the boys know they have to do it for the nation. We... We need our second holiday, <laughs> please. No, we do. We need our rest. Yeah. We need our break. Otherwise, I'm sure the president knows that we'll bowl him over. Elections <laughs> next year. But nonetheless, though, gift like a cricket analyst. I thank you so much. Let this not be the last conversation. I hope we chat further into the tournament, post the tournament. And hey, who knows? For the yeah. first time in our living memories and lives, would be able to boast that here in studio, be able to show that and showcase it to South Africans. 2003, still for me, is such a sore place. Um, it's such a sore place. But also, let's not forget, and let's also not forget to give another South African credit. Watching her, Kaz Naidu, at the Cricket World Cup, on the world feed, is so much for us to boast about. As I was saying, South Africa individuals are collectively are doing so well. Nunchinga is going to be fighting as well. He's doing so well to defend what you want in Mexico. We'll give you more information about this. There's a lot. There's a lot, but it's positive. And that's what I like is about the power of sports, the power of individuals like Gift, like who can come through and chat all things cricket in the manner that he does. Gift, I really appreciate you, Baba. Thank you so much. Keep up the good work and let's chat again soon. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Previously on Morale Sports Worldwide. The over if you're dressed in green. Agreed, <laughs> you with a good art. You know, the people are talking about South Africa and India in the final, but they're wrong. It's going to be us and Australia. Well, it takes it to 50. Brendan de Kock is in sublime form. And I tell you, since Ricky Ponting talked to them, they are angry. Australia is going to win India in the semi-final. And we are going to win New Zealand again in the semi-final because they will never get over what happened to Damien. Goes big. Goes big. He gets six. It's one, two, three, four. Hashtag MSW. Hashtag MSW.